All right, John chapter 1 again this evening, John chapter number 1, and it's certainly good to be in church tonight, and uh, I say it everywhere I go, there is no place like the Emmanuel Baptist Church, Uh, there's there's nowhere I'd rather be. Uh, John chapter number 1, and thank you again for... uh, your 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 token expression of your love for us, and I'm just excited we get to serve the Lord together. Just think about it. Of all the people in the world we can serve God with, God put us all together. What did you do wrong uh, for us to get stuck? No, it's exciting to see uh, what God has done and what God is going to do, and I'm looking forward to uh, the days ahead. Let's be faithful. Let's stay uh, true to uh, our, our Savior. John chapter number 1, this morning... I preached from this passage and referred to a couple of other places in the uh, different Gospels, and we preached, uh, John, a man sent from God. I'm going to read several verses of Scripture tonight, and as I mentioned this morning, I have uh, six different messages prepared uh, on John the Baptist, and then uh, my intentions is when I'm completed with those is to uh, get into a series that I've entitled, The Trial of Jesus Christ. And we'll go to John chapter 18 and 19, and we'll look at uh, all that takes place in John 18 and 19 leading up to uh, the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's, just, there's so much in there that on the surface uh, we can just read right through it, uh, but we'll take us throughout the book of John as we really get the picture of all that took place leading up to the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we'll look forward to that, uh, but we'll have uh, a few more messages on John the Baptist. And, of course, the Lord may uh, you know, interrupt this series at any time, at any moment, but uh, we'll plan on that in the next few weeks. John chapter 1, again, verse number 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Notice verse number 15. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received in grace for grace. Now, let verse 15 sink in on your own time. Don't do it while I'm preaching. But he that uh, cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Uh, Verse number 17, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father. He hath declared Him." Verse 19, and this is the record of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who art thou? And he confessed and denied, and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then, art thou Elias? And he saith, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered, no. Then said they unto him, who art thou, that he may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah, and they which were sent were of the Pharisees. Uh, Isn't it amazing that the Pharisees always show up when God is doing a work? And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then, if thou be not that Christ, nor Elias, neither that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water. 
but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. And they don't like it when the Baptist preacher is just pointed back to them either. Uh, here, verse 27, here it is, who cometh after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latchet I am not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Bethabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. Verse 29, The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. And I knew him not, not that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. Verse 32, notice this sounds familiar. And John bare record, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending, and remaining on him the same as he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Again the next day after John stood and two of his disciples and looking upon Jesus as he walked and said, Behold the Lamb of God. I want to draw your attention back to verse number 19, the first phrase. And this is the record of John. Tonight I want us to look at the record of John. That's the title of my message tonight, The Record of John. Father, I pray that you'll take the few minutes we have. I pray that you'll use them. Uh, Father, I pray that as we look into the Scripture and see the life of this man, John, may we uh, be, be encouraged by it, may we be challenged by it. Father, may we uh, see that uh, the importance of being faithful, to see the importance of pointing others to you. We ask that you bless our time remaining, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. John the Baptist is certainly an interesting character. Often, I look at it like this, as you read the Gospels, you're aware of him, but you almost don't pay any attention to him, and that's because his role is to point people to the Lord Jesus Christ. But I believe John was a very interesting man. I believe he was a mighty man. We're going to look later in this little series of what Jesus said about John and what Jesus said about John. He didn't say about anybody else. Quite a remarkable man. The Pharisees have come and we looked at some of the scripture this morning and we're learning about John and then we look at this man named John and these the Pharisees came, they sent others uh, to ask him, who are you really? Uh, some things have been taking place. That they had heard about this stir, if you will, of those who, this, this one preaching, and those who, who are being baptized by him, and they come to see what they can find out. Of course, it's not to uh, praise and honor the Lord for what he's doing, but no doubt to criticize and figure out why something's going on there when nothing's going on with us. But they come to him and they say, Who are you? We're going to look at the record of John. What is the record of John? John's response, he doesn't say, I am the son of Zacharias and Elizabeth, although I, I think two of the greatest Christians in Scripture were his mother and his father. But he doesn't say, that's who I am, although he was their son. 
That was not his record. That was not what was, is put on the eternal record of God. And let me just, with that thought in mind, a friend, it's almost as if we step to the microphone and say, I want to go on record as saying. I want to go on record as believing. I want to go on record as stating some things so that when you hear my name, this is what you think of. This is the record that I have left behind. I want us to see that record of John tonight. And I believe that it can help us when we consider our life. We consider our record. What kind of record do you want to leave? What kind of record do you have with heaven? Friend, I am weary. I am weary of Christians being more concerned with what this world thinks about them than what our Heavenly Father thinks about them. I'm more concerned about my record in heaven. And let me just say, when the Lord, when God opens the record and sees my name, He sees that I have been covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have the record of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my eternal record. But in this life, what kind of record are we leaving? Let's look at the record of John. What is John's record by John's own testimony? See, there are a lot of Christians who say, I have a record, then their actions show a different record. John said, this is my record, and what he said backed up the way he lived. Notice his record in verse number 20. And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. The first thing I want to see about his record is his record was, I'm not the Christ. He was very quick to deflect praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. He was very quick to point out that he did not have any eternal solutions. He was very quick to point out that he was not worthy of praise and he was not worthy of worship, but he was just simply there to point people to the one who was worthy of praise and was worthy of worship. He was quick to say, Oh no, I'm not the Christ. I'm not the one who has, come, who has prophesied to come. I'm not the one who has come to make all wrongs right. And friend, wouldn't it be a good thing that we would, we would die daily and we'd put aside our pride and realize that, that, that there is one that is greater than us. There is one that is above us. Matter of fact, that's how cults get started. They start worshiping a man. They say, come to a man and say, oh, look at the greatness of this man. I believe John was a great man by every definition. The Lord Jesus Christ even testifies of John, the greatness of John. But you won't find any pride welling up in John the Baptist. You won't find any haughtiness in his spirit. He'll say, oh no, I'm not he. I'm not, I, believe it, I believe it embarrassed him probably. I believe it offended him. I believe he got very uneasy when they're asked, are you the one? Are you the prophet? Oh no, I am not the Christ. I am not him. He was very quick to point out who he was not. I'm just a man. And friend, you and I are nothing without Christ. Everything that is good about you is Jesus. Everything that's good about me is Jesus. What an honor to speak His name. What an honor to sing of Him. And what an honor to gather around the written Word of God, which 
this, this very chapter has much to say about the importance of the Word of God and what an honor it is to just serve Him in some capacity. And, and he was quick to point out, I am not the Christ. But notice the second part of his record is found in verse number 23. Let's go back at verse 22, then we'll get the record in verse 23. Then said they unto him, Who art thou, that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? Look at the next part of his record in verse 23. He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. The second thing we see about the record of John is he says, here's my record. I'm just a voice. I'm just a mouthpiece for God. He said, I'm just here delivering his message. He said, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not the Christ. Well, then who are you? We've got to go give some answers to those that sent us. He said, okay, here's my record. I'm just the voice of one crying in the wilderness saying, make straight the way of the Lord. I'm just the voice sitting here from God to say, He's coming, you better get ready. He's coming, you better get prepared to do business with Him. Oh, He's coming, you better be ready to meet the Son of God. And I'm just the voice in the wilderness crying to make way the way of the Lord. You know what we need in our, in, in our world today? We need some voices in Christian homes. We need some voices just to say, hey, it's all about Him. And you better be, be right with Him. And we need some voices of some parents to say, hey, you need to give young people, children, give God your life. Parents, don't put your pressure on your children to go make a lot of money with their life one day. Don't put pressure on them to get a career that you washed out of and you want to see them reach some success so that you can brag about it to all of your friends and family. Oh no, won't you just push them to give themselves to God and give their lives to God. It's all about Him. And whatever He does with Him, them is fine. I'm all for God reaching in the home as He has done many times and reaching and, and, and making one of our children a missionary and putting them on the foreign field or taking one of them and putting them in ministry. But I'm okay with God keeping them right here too. I'm okay with God uh, in, in using them in the generations to come. But let God do that. There needs to be a voice that just says, I'm making way for Him. There needs to be some voices in our churches again. Uh, some voices who say, you better make way for the Lord. Oh, there needs to be some Christians who will be a voice. If this world is not a wilderness, I don't know what would be today. They say, you better prepare to meet Him. You better be ready to meet your God. He says, I'm just... I'm just the voice. You say, why is that significant? It, he, he, what he's saying here, he's saying I'm unimportant and I'm important. And everyone who's willing to just say whatever God wants from me, I'm unimportant, but then I'm important. We're unimportant because anybody can be a voice. You know, you, anybody can tell somebody else about the Lord. Anybody can do that. You say, I don't know if I could do that. Trust me, you ought to see some of the ones who I've seen do it. Anybody can do it. Anybody can praise God. Anybody can be a voice just by giving testimony of the goodness of God. Oh, just, just little comments and interacting with people and say, oh, I got better than I deserve. 
Well, what do you mean by that? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Anybody can be a voice. We don't need to put so much emphasis, well, I have this talent, I have this ability, and this is the way that, that pastor, I ought to be used by God. Friend, we need to get back to, the, to, 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 to humbling ourselves and saying, I, I'm a nobody, I just, I'm just a voice. All I get to do is say, let's look at the Savior and let's look at Him and point people to Him. And I am just a voice. Well, I have all of these gifts. and Well, use them for God if God's given you gifts. And use them for God. But I promise you this, there's somebody else He's going to give a gift to that can be used by God too. What He's saying is, I'm unimportant. They came to find out, who is this guy? that's getting all of this attention, who's causing this stir. Somebody didn't show up at the synagogue for their study, and it's because they're out listening to this crazy Baptist preacher. So how do you know who's the Baptist? John the Baptist. Pay attention. Keep up. It's crazy, crazy. Man, they're listening. Who are you? I'm just, I'm not important. I'm just the voice. I'm just telling what I've been instructed to tell. I'm just a voice. But not only is he unimportant, it's important not because of him, but because of the message that he's telling. Friend, we got to understand that God doesn't have to have us. God, in essence, doesn't need us, but at the same time, it's important that he will use us because of the message. Christians, we forget this sometimes. What makes us uh, 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 relevant, what makes us important in this world is because we lift up a risen Savior, because we are preaching the truth of the gospel. That's what makes us important. And the moment we get away from that message and say, I don't want to just be a voice anymore. I want to do something else. I want to be recognized as something else. That's when God will push us aside because anybody can be a voice. It's the message. That is important. John was unimportant because he was just a voice, but he was important because of the message that he was speaking. Don't miss that, Christian. Don't miss that. You are important. Well, I just don't have anything. It's not, it's not about you and what you have to give. Some, some, some of you need to get over that. And quit using it as an excuse. I just don't have anything, or I wish I could go back and, and take advantage of it. No, you're here now. Uh, this is the day and the hour we're in. God knows where you're at. It's not about your ability. It's about the message. It's about who you speak of. Well, you, you, can, have, you can be a greater testimony to God now in a, in, a, in a different, more difficult situation because now when you say, I just want to praise my God for His goodness, that gets people's attention because they look at your situation. And if he can still praise God, if she can still praise God, there's something to this God. It's the voice. He says, I'm just a voice. I, I appreciate all that you do for my family, as I mentioned, but I just say, no, I'm just a voice. I'm the voice that God has put here. We rally together and we all go out. And we're just a voice for God. The third part of his record, I want you to see in verse 27. He says, he it is. Well, let's read verse 25 and 26 just because I like it. 
And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then, if thou be not that Christ, nor Elias, neither that prophet? Oh, you're just a voice, huh? Why are you baptizing if you're not the Messiah? Why are you baptizing people? Why, why do you have converts then? If you're not Isaiah, come back. John answered in verse 26, I baptize with water. But let's talk about the important thing here. Not whether, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm talking now. This is, some of you are looking for, the, for it to say, no, no, I, this is me now. So they said, I baptize with water. But let's talk about what we really need to talk about. And that is, there standing one among you whom you know not. Why are you here to critique and why are you here to find out all about me when God's presence is and you don't even recognize it? God's presence is there and you don't even know it. Friend, don't let this world get you off message. What right do you have to... I, I'm just the voice. Pastor, who do you think you are to say that somebody who dies without Christ is going to die and go to... I'm just the voice. Who, who are you to say that, 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 that this world is, is, is wicked and, and Hollywood and all that they promote and all this? Who are you to say uh, that, that, that abortion is murder? And who are you to say that marriage is between man and a woman? Who are you? I'm just the voice. I'm just repeating what God said. I'm just fulfilling my responsibility. But let's talk about what we really should talk about. Uh, you know there's something that's missing in your life. Why don't you recognize God? Why don't you give in to God? Uh, why don't you submit to the conviction of the Holy Spirit, which you're under right now, and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior? That's really the issue. That's what's going on here in this passage of Scripture. Verse 27. Let's get back to the actual message, the record. Here it, he it is who cometh after me is preferred before me, whose shoe latchet I am not worthy to unloose. Notice the humility there. It's not this fake humility which is really pride. Oh, I'm just a, I'm just a guy who has a Bible, who loves the Lord. And doing my best to get through so, so that everybody says, Oh no, you're not just a guy. You are. No, there, there's not this fake humility, which is really pride. He says it again in verse number 30. This is he of whom I said, After one cometh a man, which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Here's his record. The third part of his record is, is that he's an unworthy servant. You know, that would be okay on our record. We're just an unworthy servant. What, what, what church do you go to? I go to the Emmanuel Baptist Church. Well, what do you do down there? I'm just an unworthy servant. Well, that's not very impressive. What is your title, unworthy servant? He said, he said guys, you're getting all worked up about who am I, what am I doing. Let me just help you. I'm not worthy to even... Latch his shoes. And I thank God for the talented people of the Emmanuel Baptist Church. I thank God for the group that he assembled, has assembled here 
Friend, let me just remind all of us tonight, we're, if, if John the Baptist was not worthy to latch his shoe, you and I are not worthy to latch the shoe of our Savior. We're not even worthy to speak His name tonight. But yet, through His love, through His mercy, through His shed blood, not only can we speak His name, we can serve Him. We are the most unworthy people in the world. I don't understand a Christian who gets so full of themselves that God is fortunate to have me on His side. No, friend, we're unworthy. And we are unworthy to serve Him. You get up and you sing in the choir. No, well, they're lucky to have me in the choir. No, you're unworthy to sing in the choir. You're unworthy to usher. You're unworthy to serve in any capacity. I certainly am not worthy to stand behind this pulpit except for the salvation that comes to the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what gives us the opportunity. That is the only thing that makes us have the opportunity to serve our Savior. He's an unworthy servant. Well, we'd have a revival in our churches. If we just said, I just, can I just find a place to serve Him? Can I do anything for Him? Can I serve in any capacity? Hey, don't, don't look at your services and, well, this is what I had to know. You're serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. How unworthy are we to serve Him? Oh, we're an unworthy. He said, this is what I want on my record. He says in our text, verse, verse 19, and this is the record of John. His words matched his life. His words matched his living. And God has recorded for all, for all time in the Word of God the record of John. Wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if the record of every one of us was the same? We're just an unworthy servant. It would change the way you approach Sunday. Oh, can I be there early for practice? You're not worthy. You're not worthy to sing His name. But you get to anyway. I think preachers would, would preach with a little more passion across this world if they approached the pulpit, not as a right. And you young preachers, you listen to me. It's, you don't have it just because I feel a call. You don't have a right to ever preach a sermon. We approach it. I'm just unworthy. But look what God has allowed me to do. For a few minutes, the best of my ability, I'm just going to talk about Him. I'm going to talk about how we ought to serve Him. We are unworthy. Well, i got to keep the nursery again. Some of you are like, Pastor, I'm unworthy. Some of you really are unworthy to keep the, keep the nursery. Anyway, uh, uh, you, you know, it said we're unworthy to do anything for Him. That's His record, number four. And we'll be done looking... Verse number 32. And John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize him with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remain on him, the same as he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bare record that this is the Son of God. John's record, the record of John, fourthly tonight, is that Jesus is the Son of God. 
For all time, John's record speaks for John. His record is very clear. I'm not the Christ. I'm not worthy of being worshipped. I have nothing to offer. I'm just a voice. That's his record. My record is I'm unworthy to even latch his shoe. The fourth and final part of his record we see is I want to go on record. I want the record to be clear. This is the Son of God. See, they were looking for the Messiah. They were looking for the prophesied one. And oh, there's all these questions. Is this, is, is this him or is this him? Or no, this is just, uh, this is, is this him or is this Isaiah come back again? There's all these different thoughts and theories and, and wonders. And ultimately, the, the, to their demise, the one they said they were looking for, they rejected and crucified the Lord Jesus Christ. But John said, I want to go on record and say, I've seen the Son of God. This is the Son of God. And, and can I just for a moment, will you allow me tonight just to go on record and say, I also know who the Son of God is. He's the one who paid my sin debt. He's the one who saved my soul as a child. He's the one through Him that I have access to the Heavenly Father. Let me tell you who Jesus is. When I bowed my knees this morning and I petitioned the throne of heaven, there He was on the right hand of the Father and said, they have a right to talk to you because of my blood. That's who Jesus is. I just want to go on record. I know Him. I know Him personally. He's sitting on His throne and one day He's coming back as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I just want to go on record. He is the Son of God. Well, you hear a lot of talk about Allah today. Allah's not God. Jesus is God. Well, you hear a lot of talk today is through the church, and you can get there any way you want to go. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to go on record with John and say there is one Savior. There is one way to heaven, and it is through the Lord Jesus Christ. See, I'm just the voice saying, make way for Him. And I know Him. I've seen Him. I, I'm, he's my Savior. That is the record. Christian, what record do you want to have? What do you want on your record? Wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if we just followed the pattern of the forerunner of Christ? Wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if we just decided in the year 2019 and the years to come that I have left, I'm just going to follow the pattern of the man that Jesus said was the greatest man ever born of woman. Was he a supremely talented man? We have no idea. Was he a man of strong stature? We can speculate, but we really have no idea. What do we know? Well, to discover what you want to learn about John, you've got to go look at the record of John. And amazingly, when you try and look at his record, you don't find anything out about John. When you look at John's record, all you see is him saying, I'm not the Christ. Well, who are you, John? I'm just a voice. Just the voice of one crying in the wilderness saying, Make way for the Lord. And I, I'm, not, I'm just a voice, and let me just tell you, I'm just an unworthy servant. 
I'm not worthy to latch his shoe. But, but he gets to proclaim his name. Then he said, the last thing I want you to know about my record is that I know that Jesus is the Son of God. Friend, that's the record I'd like to have. If the Lord tarries is coming and I live out my years on this earth and time comes for the Lord to take me home, I want my record to be in heaven. Oh, he certainly wasn't the Messiah. He made that known. Oh, but he was a voice. An unworthy servant. See, friend, when you feel like you're entitled as a Christian, you feel like you have a right to do certain things. Don't get over the little things you get to do for God. Don't get over it. Don't get over it. Remember when you first got saved, you first got to the church, and it was like, hold on, pastor asked me to hand the bulletins to that usher back there. That's, can you believe he asked me to do something? Look at something so little. Why don't you get excited about what you get to do for God? Why don't you get excited? Remember the first time you started to wrap your brain around this giving thing? You weren't even tithing yet. But it's like, I'm going to give an offering. I hear pastors say something about an offering 722 times every service. I'm going to give an offering. Oh, I'm going I'm to give to God. And you put that in, it's like, wow. What I used to give to the bar, I just put in an offering plate at a Baptist church to God. Let that sink in for just a moment. And by the way, most Christians could tithe that they just take the money they give to sin and they would take that and put it to God. That's free right there. But, you, you, but now it's like, oh, here's another offering we got to. Hey, you're an unworthy servant. Wouldn't it be a wonderful thing for us to go into this world and live this life? Oh, I don't believe in God. Oh, I do. Well, what proof do you have? Well, it's very simple. The things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. The places I used to go, I don't go there anymore. Well, how do you know there is a God? How do you know Jesus is the way? Oh, if you only understood the peace that passes all understanding. If you only understood, why, 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 why are you Christians so happy? And by the way, this world ought to look at Christians and see a joy. Even if our circumstances doesn't make us happy, something inside of us that says we know it's better on the other side. If it never gets better down here, I know how good it's going to be over there. There ought to be a joy in us and in anticipation of the realness of eternity and knowing that our eternity is secure and in heaven. There is no suffering. There is no sorrow. And for all of eternity in our glorified bodies, we're going to serve the King of kings and Lord of lords when I should burn in hell for my sin, when I should spend eternity paying for my wickedness and my sin, but yet through Jesus, can I tell you tonight, uh, Jesus is the Son of God because I know I'm saved as sure as I'm standing right here in front of you. I know I'm on my way to heaven. Would that be our record? I certainly don't want my record to be an ungrateful, disgruntled Christian. I certainly don't want my record to be one of pride. 
And friend, pride has destroyed more Christians than alcohol has. Oh, well, God deserves me. Well, well, thank you, but God doesn't need you like you think He needs you. Let's stay humble. Humble the fact we get to serve God. Parent, you don't, you don't have to rear your children for God. You get to. God has entrusted you. You get to take them to Sunday school. You get to put them under the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God. And you get to teach them in the ways of the Lord and point to them that there are greater things in life than what you can give to this world. The record of John is pretty simple. It's pretty easy for all of us to understand. Much more difficult to live. May that be our prayer and our desire to, to, to emulate the record of John. Father, I